This episode of the We Are Birmingham podcast is sponsored by footygreets.com. Hi, it's Paul Devlin here. I heard your force field here. This is Neil Dans. Rowan Vine here. Birthday, wedding, anniversary, or any occasion. Personalised video messages from your favourite footballers. Footygreets.com. Hello and welcome to the We Are Birmingham podcast. I'm Chris Golding. I'm Matthew Elliott. <sighs> Four points in two games. Yeah. I mean, it, I was. I even predicted a win after after the game on Saturday. I predicted that uh, we were going to win. You see, I felt really positive when I got up today and I thought... I'm too positive. I need to temper that. And I went for a 1-1 prediction, which which came in. I'd rather have you, not got it right and and, and we had won. But um, yeah, a little bit frustrating today. But I mean, I'm sure we'll get into it. Uh, but I'm not going to... I'm not too downbeat about picking up a point. Well, no. It's, at least we didn't lose. But uh, I think there's a, there's a fair bit of negativity going around. Now... Haven't listened to these in, in advanced, but should we get in some 15 second opinions? Is this for both games? Tonight, both games, yeah, go ahead, let's do it. 15 second opinion. Shocked at that win, didn't think we'd score a weekend. Fantastic result. Another three against Huddersfield, we could be 19th. Fucking brilliant, keep right on. You know, about half an hour ago, it was a miserable, miserable world outside. And just like that. Ah, what a win. We Allen to the rescue. Fucking come on the blues. What a win that is. Get in. First half, obviously individual error. Cost us, but we were the better team. Second half, didn't look great. But then, to be fair, somehow Cranker's subs have actually worked out. And the Croatian Messi is just an unbelievable player. Uh, should be on the team sheet every week. But let's see if he starts midweek now after that. Absolute worldy. Get in. Come on, you blues. Great result. Despite the Twitter meltdown, I thought Karanka got his subs absolutely spot on. Uh, Clark Salter was obviously um, having a knock, needed to come off. Mark Roberts put a great ball in and I thought we took the goals well. Overall, we probably deserved it. And I think hopefully, a bit of luck, if we beat Huddersfield on Tuesday, I think we can pull ourselves away from it. Funny game, we look good at times, we look really tired and devoid of ideas at others, but the fact that we kept going and the fact that we found those two goals and found a way to win is massive. Players should take confidence from that. Still going to be a struggle this season, still that quality in the final third. That's a worry, but it's a positive result, puts us in a good position. For me, if he uh, changes it 25 minutes earlier, we win the game. Huddersfield were there for the taking. Poor, poor side. Point away from home can't really be sneered at, I guess. It's another point towards safety, but can't help but feel that really that's a missed opportunity tonight. Look like both teams were happy with the point, but I think we moved level with Coventry, so on to Barnsley we go. Pretty decent. We could have got a bit more out of it, but Halilovic did good, Sanchez did good. We just... we. Right, feels like we just held up for the point, but I think we can turn it around and get three points against uh, Barnsley. Today's match was a mustn't lose rather than a must win, so I think that's a really good point. Huddersfield, keep right on 
on to the next. Fairly positive, generally, wasn't it? Makes a change, doesn't it? <laughs> if, you, if you look on Twitter, you're basically doom scrolling if you search for BCFC during a game at the moment. <sighs> it's uh, it's one to sort of stay away from. And It's why I don't really, <laughs> I'm not really on there during games anymore because I think a lot of it just, um, it, it, it drives me around the bend and sometimes I just feel like it's moaning for the sake of moaning, targeting certain players for stuff and just... You know, they'd use any any uh, scenario, any change, any issue in the game to you know have a go about the manager or one of the players. And it it are you? I think I probably used to get involved in that sort of stuff. Maybe it's some bit getting you, a bit older, more tired with this sort of stuff now. But you, you know what I reckon? I reckon schools are back in a couple of weeks. Proper, aren't they? Oh, I'm seeing, <laughs> I'm seeing people that are close to retirement on, on there, like going, going off on, going off on one. Um, well, they've had the vaccine now, so they'll be back in work soon. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. There's just a there is a level of negativity from from people, and we, you know, and I can understand it to a point, but sometimes I just feel like people just are happier when they're when they're moaning. Now, let, let's not. Podcasts are always better when you're uh, when you moan it. <laughs> yeah, people, yeah, people say that, don't they? Yeah. Let's not beat around the bush, okay? There, there, there is a stark improvement from that game against Luton, when I think, and then after Millwall, when you know, we'd both agreed that he had to go. Um, things seem to have improved significantly. I think, in a way that you know, we actually just we when we are playing well, we look, we look better as a team and when we're not playing well like today we're battling and battling battling scrapping to get a point as well so there are two there are two ways of uh, but the, that's two positives i think to take from the from last few games um what did annoy me tonight and i know people and this is something that didn't seem to get mentioned a lot is we went he changed the system i think the system would have been more attacking had we not played Jukovic, had we played, had we played Hogan. 100%. Well, and we can get into that. But I, I honestly think they should have just kept the 4-1-4-1 slash 4-3-3. I think that would have been would have been more effective. I'm going to have to apologise for my dog. He's under the table. He's <laughs> rattling around. Um, so if there's any creaks, knocks in the background, it's all him. Uh, we can... Not, not, the, not the ghost behind you, no? Not, not the ghost, no. That <laughs> okay. is... Uh, no, that's just uh, no. My kitchen's on fire. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, is that the crackling um, noise? Is it? <laughs> that's it. Yeah, it's um, <clears throat> we've uh, that's that's the, the the wood burning stove behind us. <laughs> so that's that's what we have here. Um, yeah, I'm going to let you talk. I, I spoke for too much then, so off you go. Sorry, <laughs> right, I'm used to it. Um, to be fair, I I would have been quite happy to go with the change of of playing. Tricky Vicky, as I've nicknamed him, so that Daniel doesn't tell me off for pronouncing his name wrong. Um, I'd have been that—that that was the only change that I would have made, unless there were injuries to to that enforce change. Um, I would have, I would have stuck, but I wouldn't have been averse to one of those midfield players making way and going with a, a so in a four-four-one-one situation. And if anything, I think that's. You know, it's a bit more positive, and you can't really complain about that. Um, the 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 situation is though, he's obviously played Tricky Vicky in this number ten position, 
And then once again, he's came into the team and there's no Hogan. So every time he comes in, he's got Duke in front who, if you cross balls into the box, Duke will be on him all afternoon, every day of the week. But he, he seems to come into the team. So Duke's come in today. We haven't really crossed the ball like we did on at the weekend. He's brought Tricky Vicky into the team without Hogan making the moves in front of him. So for me, it's like you've made two changes that have actually dragged you backwards. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't, and I think the this is the element of I don't I don't want to be digging out Duke here as as well. But when we set up like that, it kind of it can be a bit of a thankless task. But I didn't really feel like there was any like real. He didn't seem to be just like harrying people, chasing people down. He was getting beat to the. We've spoken about this before. He was getting, he was getting beat to the, to the ball a lot. I think there was one, there was one time in the second half, which I think the, it, this is where we got the corner for the goal from. Actually, where he kind of managed to shield the ball away from the defender, then sort of knocked it back to. I think it might have been Hlinovic, and he had his shot and went out for a corner. Then yeah. obviously we scored from that, but. He offered very little in terms of just like work rate and stuff. And I know, I know, like he's not the most mobile and not, you know, uh, and not particularly quick. But like he did used to put himself about about a bit. And I'm not, I didn't see that at all. And do you, you know, know what though? From uh, ten minutes into the game, it showed a close up of Duke, and he looked was he blown out of his ass? Yeah, fucked. He looked absolutely. It looked like it was the seventieth minute. It's a, and, it's, and that's a problem. That you know, we've spoken about mm. it before. Whether it might be a, a it might be the, uh, the long COVID type stuff. But um, when you've got Alilovic up there with him as well, who you know does isn't going to like press and harry players. Uh, you know, I think their defense looked really shaky, problematic. Looked a little bit nervous on the ball. You kind of feel like if Hogan had been up there doing what he'd been doing recently, sort of pressuring them, closing them down. And then the pressure from Sanjic and Gardner, keeping them with that like 4-4, uh, sorry, 4-1, 4-1. And just pressuring them. I think we would have been able to capitalise on an error. They would have given the ball away, would have closed them down, would have won that extra few corners or a few throw-ins in dangerous areas, you know, then Mark well, Roberts going to throw in a few they, dangerous throw-ins in there. Oh, yeah. They, they nearly sh- scored they, from one right at the end there, but <laughs> to be fair. They, they showed the... Uh, they they showed that when I think Bella was closing down one of their players at one point, and I, I think uh, Darren Purse on commentary actually said if he believes in himself there, it probably pays off. But he never thought that he was actually getting yeah. getting the ball, and it's it's one of them where that that sort of showed that if you do press them like that, that they might make mistakes. But it you know it's the, the fact that a few people predicted a one-one and that that we were going to. I I actually think probably drop points on form. I mean, we've we've won three in the last ten or something. They've won one, mm. um, and then looking which at which was a four-one win against Swansea or something like that, wasn't it? <laughs> they, they did, but yeah. But I, I think when you you're looking at the game tonight and you're watching it play out and you're thinking, a few people said it there. It's there for the taking. Oh, it was um, there for the taking, and I think towards the end of the second half. Those attacking subs should have been made, or the as Hogan for Duke should have been made earlier. What, you, mean, you, mean, you mean eight minutes isn't enough? 
Yeah, well, to be honest, they were ready on the 79th minute. No, and they weren't ready. S- they weren't ready because he had to show them his little book and say, oh, look at these pictures. See these pictures here. I want you here to run over there to here. And the ref's there going, are you ready yet? No, okay, all right. Then carry on with your book. Well, if you see this little dot here, that's you over there. Go and wave to him over there. Right. Either way, they like they should have been they on. Were ready, the point is, but they, they should have been on there probably ten, fifteen minutes earlier. I think. Um, I, I think but, they should have been there ten minutes earlier before they even got ready to make the change. It's it, and I think they were probably the probably the correct subs, but it's way too way too late in the game. Um, yeah, it was a bit, it was such a strange game. Like the, the lack of quality was just incredible from both sides it was very much like two sides didn't really didn't really feel like they wanted to lose lose the game because you know if if Huddersfield lose that they get dragged right into it um you know I, I think Granker's probably happy with the 1-1 draw but there's so much going wrong win it, win it in that game yeah he's, he won it 1-1 <laughs> um there's so much just look going wrong in that game and this is not Granker's fault but like People just not been able to play five yard passes to each other. I don't. I don't know who had possessed Raheem Harper, but you know that must be a world record. It's only taken him five games for us to bring him down to our level already. I, do you know That's what I think? We've done it. I was thinking him. about this during the game, and I was thinking maybe with that change. So he's obviously, but t- taken Gardner out, and he's brought uh, Tricky Vicky into the team now. I just wonder how much Gardner was maybe talking to him during the game and, and sort of encouraging him, bringing him on. Stuff that maybe you don't see on, on TV streams. Yeah. But he looked a little bit lost in that he did. most I of the game. Did. And that that's the only sort of change. Unless, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, you, you, you might be, be right. Day. I don't know what it was. But he, yeah, it could just be nothing. Let's hope it is just an off day because in the previous games, I think he's been pretty integral to the way we want to play. Uh, I hope we go back to the to to four one four one against against Barnsley, which we will get into later. Of course, yeah. It, I just I didn't I don't want to be pinpointing Harper either, but it just yeah really seemed to struggle today. And it was like that's a lovely pitch. He should be doing he should be doing whatever he wants on that pitch, given what we've seen from him on the bobbly horrible piece of shit that we have to play on week in week out. Maybe that's but, what it is. Maybe that's what it is, yeah. Maybe that's what it is. But I just feel it pretty bad. I think they're probably going to get sucked into it now as well. Um, I don't, I'm not sure what their running looks like and how difficult it is compared to ours, but I can't see them winning very many games if they're going to be playing like that for, for, for the running. I'd feel fairly confident they'll get sucked back into it. Gives us someone else to chase, doesn't it? Is it that will, there you go. That you've just pointed it out there. That was obviously the inevitable that that was going to happen at some point. Once again, individual mistake that leads to the goal. Fantastic strike, but yeah, it was a bit weird. Bit of not quite. You you see this sort of thing happen week in week out up and down the country it's not clear properly where defenders kind of almost like blocked it and gone to half clear and it's just ended up ended up at the feet of, a, of the opposition and that's just a brain fart for Harley who had played really well up until that point and played really well afterwards just freaking ridiculous you can't give people 
especially someone like Fraser Campbell when he's playing blues, an opportunity like that <laughs> to have a free shot. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, that was really disappointing. But bounce back ability. Two, three minutes later, yeah. back yeah. down the other end. And on on the point of this goal, can I just say, in something that I wanted to bring up a few weeks ago that we, I think I've, I don't think we brought it up, and I think we sort of forgotten about it in amongst all the other stuff that's been going on. Outswinging corners really pissed me off because. The, an outswinging corner, if you don't get a touch on it, chances are nine times out of ten, it just makes its way out of the box or the defender flicks it on and helps it out of the box. It's much easier to defend an outswinger, in my opinion, than it is an inswinger. Inswinging it, corner today, right into the into the area. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to put that down to uh, not a great delivery, shocking defending, but like an but, absolute... <laughs> but... Shocking defending, whatever, whatever you call it. But it's in a danger area. Yeah, and it drops in there, and instead of making its way out of the box, it's coming in back into the box, and it's 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 more dangerous, in my opinion. Uh, um, and it, first time in how many games that we've scored from a set piece, uh, or a corner? God, I don't Sorry, know. I, 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 I don't know. But in that feels like a world away from beginning of the season when it's the only way we can yep. score. <laughs> on the note of corners, by the, out swinging, in swinging corners, by the way, and this is just a complete tangent. I remember watching a thing on, um, Sky, I think it, was, it must have been Sky with Cristiano Ronaldo. They're doing all these weird things like um, tests and things with him. And he was talking about how he prefers out swinging corners because it gives him the opportunity to run onto it and get more power behind it when obviously I, we, don't, I see. we don't have uh, Ronaldo you've, you've <laughs> said, you, you know the problem that I've spotted <laughs> but I think it's all about it's all about the delivery and making the contact isn't it if you don't yeah. do the contact you know it's missed and it's it's halfway up the other end of the pitch sometimes yeah. so well sort of you know what I mean but yeah there were, I mean it was I, very I, very I can, I can see if you've got good players so if you've got someone who can take a really good outswinging corner and where it's it's not curling out of the box where it's more of a drilled corner into the, into the area and you've got someone like Ronaldo who's got that leap I can mate, I can see it we haven't <laughs> just, no. just get it in there and if it bobbles around you might get an opportunity from it I mean the best person we've got heading the ball like that is um, is Duke and at the moment when he jumps you could barely get a fucking Sunday newspaper under his feet when he, when he leaves the ground. So, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, which is a bit of a shame. Um, so lack of quality. Um, we scored a scrappy goal. They scored a goal from an error. It was always probably going to be something like that. About 15 minutes in, you could kind of see that's where the game was going. So Helovic offered a bit of quality going forward, absolutely. I'm a little bit disappointed with that shot. I'm not going to lie. I know it looked good. and But, you know, he... If you're going to do something like that, you've got to put it in the corner. He had time and space to take another touch and probably have have a better chance of getting a better angle. I'm not. People say it was lovely and it was a lovely technique, but you know, it was in the middle of the goal. It's never going to cause the goalkeeper any mm. issue at all. Yeah, it wasn't going to cause it. If if your goalkeeper yeah. had let that in, no, 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 I, no, I, in, I agree. You, yeah, I just think you? that. It, he, I think he probably made it look a lot easier than it was. 
Yeah, take, possibly, take, but take, he, he a could have touched the ball one more time and then, ha- and then yeah, have but, a shot because there's no one around him. Yeah, but if there's he's no good. one near him, I don't think. But but if he's good, and he he's got the quality yeah. to to take that one touch, kill the ball, and then I'm not. But he might have the quality to stick it into the top corner first time, and that time it just hasn't quite come off. So well, it hasn't. Yeah, uh, but I just that's what annoyed me because we've seen <laughs> what he can do. Yeah, you see what he could do on Saturday. Yeah, with an absolutely lovely finish. And right. it just kind of annoyed me a little bit. <laughs> yeah. you see, what otherwise, very good. What what you've done now is you've raised your expectations way too early. <laughs> um, let's let's work back, and we'll start. Yes. We, so we, we've we've basically worked from full time today backwards. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We talked about the goals, team selection tonight. How do you think? Do you think it was affected? Do you think? That, um, see, I don't. Well, I don't think that the changes were made enforced. I don't think. That, I mean, uh, Clark Salter went off the other day. Not sure that there was any reasoning for it, other than maybe getting Mark Roberts on for his long throws today. Hogan and Clark Salter both out of the team, and Gary Gardner as well. Yeah. So I didn't like. The t- In fact, I've written down. Um, you made notes. wasn't o- wasn't <laughs> overly happy to see the changes tonight. Um, I wanted to try and keep the team as minimal changes as possible. Yeah. Can, Settled. Uh, b- before we do get onto it, can I just say it's nothing against Mark Roberts because I actually thought he had a really good game tonight. Oh, he was, I think he was probably the man of the match. Yeah. I think Roberts was. Yeah. yeah, not just because he scored. I think he was our he was our best player. Yeah. No, uh, I thought I thought he had a really good game, but it doesn't change the fact that he probably shouldn't have been starting. <laughs> yes, I mean, I, I get that. I mean, Clark Salt was generally pretty good Saturday. Uh, the only, he had a couple, he had two brain, well, I'm using the word brain farts. Um, one of them nearly led to the, the goal that they, uh, led to a goal where they ballooned over the bar from about five yards out. And it was a, there was a loose pass that was picked up by, was it is Kane, their fullback? And then, I think we'd. I think um, Colin or Pedersen had cut it out. I can't. I can't remember now. But um, I can sort of. I can sort of understand. I, I didn't want to change the team because I wanted to try and keep the continuity and build the confidence. Build the system looks good that we're playing with at, at, at the moment. I'd, I was happy enough to keep it that way. The fact that Duke started and Roberts has started tonight would suggest to me that they may have seen a weakness in Huddersfield. Huddersfield's back line. Yeah. Because it certainly wasn't, I don't think it was a defensive change because they didn't really have any aerial threat at all looking at that team. And with the way they played, there was, there was nothing that suggests to me aerial threat. But then, if that's the case, Gary Gardner, six foot one, six foot two, very good, normally very good in the air. Why wasn't he playing as well? So it's yeah, it's a bit of a weird one. I th- the disappointment for me was that we've obviously brought Duke in tonight, and to be, I, I think I said it before, and I think that I've said it on other podcasts as well. You bring him in, you don't cross the ball into him. The service that was going into the box. So for forty-five minutes on Saturday, the crosses that were going in, you think, oh, if Duke yeah. was in there, he'd have had a hat trick. 
today starting okay maybe not yeah maybe one (laughs) One maybe not maybe not on current yeah yeah. but maybe might have had three shots but you know then today to go into the game and to to not put anything like that that quality into the box and it's like now you have got the guy who's good in the air and you're not providing for him it's like that there's a distinct lack as well today of uh, fullbacks pushing up on Saturday. Pedersen was just up supporting Bella constantly. Colin, you know, pretty much always does it. Often ignored. But we won't go into that. Um, balls were getting were getting put into the box a lot, as you say. Um, there's a real shift in the difference today. That's I didn't really feel like the fullbacks were getting up and uh, and overlapping at all. Uh, for, for whatever reason, um, and I think that kind of affected it. I think that affected the whole team. That they're just the way we set up tonight. Just made it was just it was just scrappy, just just disjointed, and you know Huddersfield is crap. But three four weeks ago, we would have lost that maybe yeah. maybe a bit longer. We would have lost it earlier in the season. Those, just one of those games. Those, with those baby steps that have been spoken about on the last two or three podcasts is it another baby step I think I think it has to be another baby step he's gone sort of he kind of for you the players thinking, yes. are you thinking because I the, thought that yeah. Skype had frozen for a minute yeah, the, the, play, the players the, it's baby steps for the players I think uh, for, for two reasons we've already mentioned it a very very quick bounce back from from, from a goal and just the, the effort that they they put in there, scrapped away in a game that you know early in the season they would have lost. But tactically, don't think it was set up particularly well. A um, little bit disappointed with it, to, to to be honest. And the substitutions again, which we know we'll talk about every week, just made too late to make any form of impact. That said, if that long throw had been touched in as by Hogan towards the end, um. You know, we would have been celebrating that that substitution. But I'll take a point tonight. Um, mostly because I predicted it, so I was happy <laughs> enough with that. But, but yeah, it's um, it's another point but on the road to survival. It's, it's not a defeat. That's the, the massive positive for me is that it's not a defeat. And, you know, we, we, when we've lost to teams like Wickham and... Luton and whoever else that we've lost to around I can't even fucking remember just yeah. seem to lose to everyone and going into games expecting to lose it's nice to, to come away and go oh you know we haven't we haven't lost it and Cov dropped points tonight as well they lost it they yeah. lost against Middlesbrough so we haven't won it but you know at least we haven't lost it and we have had chances to come away with the win as well mm. which is the other thing in weeks gone by when we have lost games or when we've you know we've drawn games and you've was it the Wiccan game and you think you know we were scraping around for that Colin chance and there was like one other flick header or something it's like at least there's been a couple of chances tonight and we've scored a goal and we could have got another one so there is, there is something happening and, and it's beginning to but whether it's enough I don't know I don't know it's it's difficult. Here's one we're going to we're going to come up against better teams. That's the thing. Um, <laughs> we are, but then oh, sometimes when we're playing against better teams, we do seem to almost raise the game a little bit and contain them a little bit better. I think um, you know it's just about K 
capitalizing on those chances that we do that we do make ourselves or we do create we do when we do force teams into errors I think just, just need to see more of that um, I, yeah not happy with the way we've set up tonight I think ultimately that had us on the back foot for, for a long time but I'm happy with the point Saturday Saturday so I was very happy with the way we set up <laughs> more than happy with that um, really good start looked proper up for it I thought uh, just seeing some of the what my QPR fans that I know are saying, just you know, they were wondering like when the game was going to start. Like the first half an hour, they were like, "Are we even going to show up today?" So it's like, that was quite nice to see been, someone else say something yeah, like that. Yeah, it makes so, a change. <laughs> um, you know, we had a, created a few little chances. I think Bella could have probably done better with probably two of those. The defense caught napping. Charlie Austin. Sneaks in at the back post and scores. Yeah. Um, and if you look at, if you try and break that goal down as well, if you look at the marking in sort of three phases, as normal, not yeah. a fucking clue whose man he's supposed to be. No. There's, there's three defenders there, three attackers there. And if you look at it as the, as the ball goes into the net, you think, oh, it's Cullins, man. But then if you yeah, skip that's... it back, it's like, well, who should have him? Because <laughs> yeah. they're they're all over the place. Yeah, so because he just sort of ghosted in on on that right hand side or his left hand side that it would have been. Yeah. Um, yes, that was just when when, when you started got, so well. And when you've just, got someone like him as well to to be aware oh, yeah. of. And I said I've mentioned him, didn't I, before yeah. on, on the podcast? And he, he's an obvious person to mention because you know you're going to create a chance for him in the in within ten yards of the goal and. Nine out of ten times, he's going to cause you real trouble. Yeah. If he's not going to score, he's going to make the goalkeeper make a save, and that's and that's the next best thing. Um, but we know we would play pretty well for the most part. Certainly the first half, second half came out, it looked a little bit disjointed. Um, they probably could have gone two goals up through that. Say we spoke about a minute ago, the JCS mistake and um, how these missed that. I think he said it hit a bobble. Which, um, yeah, all right, mate. <laughs> yeah. Any, anything that gives you a bit of confidence. Huh? Well, they did complain about the pitch afterwards, didn't they? And uh, I did say that that, that, that that would probably be an issue I mean, for them because they like to play football. But, but Yeah, and the pitch is fucking shit. They always... <laughs> yeah, it is, but like as if it's made a fucking difference to any beneficial difference to us this season. Have they seen our home record? Yeah. The way they were going on about it was like, well, not, not really. It's, yeah, like, it's, it's, it's not like a fortress at the moment, is it? Or, no, it's like, like a in, forest. In, in as much as it's crumbling down. Like. But I'll tell you what, it's actually refreshing for me that, yeah, we went in 1-0 down at half-time and, you know, that's a frustration. But we played really well in that first half. So it, it was refreshing that we actually went in at the break and it's like, we've been the better team, we've been really good, but we're behind. And, and you know it's that that those sort of steps where it's like we have actually taken the game to someone and we've actually tried. Kind of fucking ironic that we play for forty-five minutes really well, going one nil down at half time. The second half's pretty shit, but we win two one, and it's like it's fucking. How does that even work? It's oh, but again, it's kind of like that. Almost like the battle inside and not giving in the whole mentality around the players has changed 
Um, I, I think the past few weeks, for whatever reason, and I'm sure there's something that's no spared them on. Maybe, well, and the, let's let's say maybe it was the banner outside the ground. You never know. Maybe that it might may, have played. Maybe it made a positive impact on yep. them. Maybe it's so it's set, trying to send the sent the message home for them. Yeah. Um, you know, but let I me mean, let's let's take let's have a look at a few things in isolation. So, oh mate, behind. I've been in isolation for fucking <laughs> twelve months. <laughs> Yeah, no, I can't wait uh, to get out. It's going to be great. Um, I can't wait to leave the country. That'd be nice. Um, yeah, looking at, first of all, the first round of subs. So obviously brought on um, Roberts, which at the time looked a bit of a weird one. We think, Ult- I think Ultimately that was, provides the match winner. Oh, well, this uh, is it, yeah. Who, um, who saw that coming? And Halilovic as well. So, you know, there's... Positive, positive subs. I think if you look at the, the the Roberts one, like, was it because Clark Salter was getting a bit leggy? Was he tired? Did he just think um, he made a couple of mistakes once to bring him off? Or actually, or was it? Did let's he think, think about bringing him on for fucking long, long throws? throws. Yeah. Do you know what, mate? And do you know what? Maybe, maybe that is why he did it because you're not. And if it, if it was, kind of worked out. Now, yeah, well, obviously, it, yeah. it hasn't that, that directly. We haven't we haven't scored from that long throw, and I'm not having it from anyone that says it's a second phase because the ball's been cleared out. It's then been passed out from another player out to Roberts. That for me, that long throw has gone. But the fact that but, he was still out there to receive the ball and then to put the cross in, and to be fair, it was a great cross. He's it was. How do they call it? In the, what do they call it in the industry? A sumptuous cross, Chris. Oh, that was that was difficult Scrumptious. to say. I think I'm going with sumptuous. And then, uh, then Edison rose like a salmon. To, <laughs> to a great header, a lovely cross. Not the not the first time either. I think we saw him do it against Bristol City at home last season as well, where he put in from the other side uh, or with the inside of his Brentford away. <laughs> Well, that was Pedersen's, <laughs> the Pedersen header, yeah. yeah. I'm talking about the Mark Roberts cross. The, uh, he's, oh, I thought, you were, he's sorry, had, I thought had, you were talking about his header. No, he had a, he had an assist for... Uh, Duke. Dukovic. Yeah, Duke yeah. on the back post. That was it, like really towards the end of the game, like almost last minute yeah, or something. Yeah, I yeah. feel like, yeah. That was... Um, and, and I've got so a he's feeling... Got that, he's got that, he's got that, he's I'm not locker. certain, but I've got a feeling that that might have came after he'd taken a long throw as well. Potentially, yeah. So, yeah. Why else would he be out right? Would he be on the right wing? That's, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's probably why. Uh, you can't blame Karanka for that one because that was Pep then, wasn't it? Yeah. So, um, but he's got he's got that in his locker. Sometimes you sometimes just look at the some some of those like 50, 60 yard balls he put straight out of play into one of the crowd's faces, and why can't you have a bit more precision and accuracy when you just when you're doing like your normal clearances or normal knocking the ball at field, but a lovely ball. Um, and then obviously great header, which we've spoken about. And of course the match winner, Lidovic was just unbelievable strike. And one of those magic. goals that we don't often see yeah. well, <laughs> at Birmingham these we're, days. We're obviously talking about last week about these midfielders and the, these signings that really get us like, when was the last time that you had someone that, that you could look for? Really get off your seat. And, yeah. And, oh, well. you know, it was a moment. It wasn't, it, it, I'm not going to get too carried away just yet, but, you know, it looks, it, it looked really good. And it looked he, really he good. Looks, I mean, he looks promising. I, I think he needs people around him a bit more and 
to, to be not watching him, not just standing there and looking at what he's doing. I think he needs movement around him to, to get the best from him. No, I, I agree. You could, his technique was so good on Saturday. Like, <clears throat> it was just, it was, as he shaped his shoe, as soon as you know it left his boot, I knew it was going in. Oh, only because and, I'd seen Brian Dick tweet it before my stream was slightly behind. But it was stay <laughs> off Twitter during the game. Yeah. It was a, uh, it was it was a great it was a great goal. And um, you seen you seen little bits of him in that game, and, and uh, occasionally tonight as well, where he just looks different level. And you're absolutely right. You need to get Sanchez in with him a little bit more often, and. Bellany, they need to link up a little bit more. And probably some. You think Harper's probably the person to play? I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking the other way. Him. I'm looking in front of him. And this well, is. Well, I think I Hogan think, can do that. This is a thing with Duke, I, isn't it? So yeah. 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 So I, I just think when when he played, and most of the time that he's, I think maybe every time that he started, has he played with Duke in front of him? Not uh, sure. No, because he played. In the four-one-four-one as a centre midfielder when Hogan was up front, didn't he? Against Luton when he was trash. But that's probably more to do with the fact that he was played yeah. deeper. Yeah, potentially. Um, okay, when every time that he's played in that number ten role from the start, yeah. one but, thing he, he got very very leggy. To, just to go back to tonight's second, he got very leggy in the second half. And he was he got a little bit lazy with some of those lower those balls, but it's probably a tiredness thing. So I'm not going to hold it against him. Um, but yeah, you're right. He's you don't want to because it'll probably snap his knee if you hold it against <laughs> him. <laughs> he, he he does need a little bit more quality around him, and you know, I don't think he started for me. I don't think he'll start against against Barnsley because I think you will go back to that four one four one away away from home against those guys. Um, Just the thought on the Roberts change and starting tonight. Do you think yes. that there's potential? Having to, not just with what what um, Neil Etheridge said in his Soccer AM video about the fastest player in the team, but obviously what we saw at Man City away as well with the, the bit with Foden. Do you think there's a potential that he's uh, that Karanka's thinking Roberts is quick? They've got pace. Just I mean, maybe it's counter. Not, yeah, but I mean, Clark Salter's not. No slouch, is he? He's uh, not. He's he's but, not particularly but slow. You said about him getting leggy. Yeah, true. Although so he came on with what was it twenty twenty minutes or twenty five minutes or something to go uh, on Saturday, and then starting today, he's got uh, Dwayne Holmes and Fraser Campbell up front, or coming at them, attacking certainly. So. I don't know. Is there is there a potential there that they're they're looking at that? And I'm just trying to think of reasoning, perhaps for for those choices. It almost felt like those subs were to a point a reward for for Saturday, um, and I'm not sure if that is the case or if there was a you know more reason and more of a tactical decision tactical decision behind it, but. I kind of felt like, well, this is the team that went out and almost the team that went out and got the three points against QPR. Let's put, let's put these out again. But it wasn't the team that played 
the best against QPR. It's just a team that got the result. And I guess ultimately, you know, there is the argument to be had there that, you know, we've slagged him off so much for lack of substitutions or daft substitutions that even when he made those subs and a few people were questioning it, ultimately they got, they were the match winners. So, or played their part in, in, in us winning the match. So, you know, it's, I don't know. The, the short, this my short answer is no, I have no idea. <laughs> if you enjoy our podcast, please don't forget to share it on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Let people know that you're enjoying it. And also don't forget to rate and review us on all podcast platforms. If they allow it. If they allow it. Cheers, guys. So, should we move swiftly on to Barnsley? Have, we, have our last three away games all been in Yorkshire? Yorkshire. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday, Huddersfield, Barnsley. They have. Yeah, it's all Yorkshire. I'm not very good with geography, but I know that you piss people off around there if you call it Yorkshire instead of Lancashire and whatever else. No, they're, so they're, definitely, all, they're definitely all Yorkshire. They're, they're, they're definitely, I'm okay. pretty sure they're definitely all Yorkshire. You can take any flack then. I'm going with it. They're, they're all Yorkshire. They're all Yorkshire. Um, yeah, really good run of form. Not been beaten since 19th of January by, well, by Watford. That in the league. Uh, they, they, yeah, they lost to Chelsea. And Chelsea. That and they Chelsea game. Yeah, they, well, yeah. they played really well and it almost seems to have spurred them on a little bit in the league. If you look at the, the results, it almost like it's lifted them... I mean, not that they've done badly all season anyway, but it's sort of given that little extra spark and they've sort of been flying since. They play very nice football from what I've seen in the, in the, in the sample size that I've seen from them. They look very, very good. And they've got, I don't know if you've seen, if you've seen him, um, I think they've got some American kid called, I think it's Darren, Daryl Dyke or something who looks Really useful. Uh, it's the sort of player that you kind of wish maybe Wid had a had a punt on, although we would have turned him into somebody crap within about five games, no doubt. But I mean, we, we've yeah. got uh, Riley McGree. We have got Riley McGree, but he's 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 Australian, <laughs> but he's heading out to America. He is eventually. Yeah. that yeah, but. Uh, he's, <laughs> If I think I was kept thinking, just he's using us as a stepping stone, remember? He, he, it's not much of a stepping stone at the moment, is he? I think he's drowning on the bench. but <laughs> On the pitch. Oh, yeah. He's not even, get, he's not even getting on the pitch, uh-huh. uh, which is a shame because I actually thought he looked, he, he looked all right. But There's definitely games that I would have I would have bought him on. Given the energy as well and the youthful enthusiasm, um, so, so yeah, I mean, he'd rather him come on than Clayton MSJ. Well, he's gone. He's gone missing, hasn't he, San Jose? It's, and and it, it's, it's the resurgence of Clayton. It's bizarre. Like I'd like <laughs> San Jose just seems to have been bombed out. There's been no question around it by by the by the local press at all. Um, yes, he's made a few mistakes. He, he played well when he played at centre back. Didn't play as well when he played centre midfield. Made a few mistakes. Seems to have been bombed out. And then uh, you brought been, you brought Clayton back in, who's arguably much worse and less. I'm going to use the term loosely. Um, 
He's certainly not loose, mate. <laughs> what's what's the word? Um, flexible. So you've obviously got. I don't want to say flexible. He's not really flexible either. I've, the word has just left my head. Um, obviously, can play in a MSG can play in a couple of positions, and Clayton basically can't really play any. So it's very strange that he's just been completely left out, unless he's picked up an injury or something. Um, I don't know. It's odd. Anyway, on to Barnsley. So, I'm <laughs> so that we, we don't, we don't know their scared. we don't know what their their last result will be because they play QPR to, on uh, Wednesday. Yeah, tomorrow yeah. as it is now. Yet, yeah. yeah, Wednesday. So you know, we they could put another another win in their run that they're on at the moment. I think mean, there's a very good chance they do that against QPR as well. Although QPR at home on their home home pitch so you never know it might uh, I, might, I might watch it tomorrow as well to try and do do a little bit of scouting before we play them and see where I think that obviously it's not going to help much for recording the podcast no. because we're recording <laughs> it at the moment <laughs> Um, yeah so where'd you go for Blues I think you, you said earlier back to the 4-1-4-1 I think we've got to go back to 4-1-4-1 um, I'd be putting my arm around Raheem Harper and just saying no more of that shit son let's get you get your act together and pass to your own players and just play him in that deeper role again where you can put the ball up from the defence and have that little bit more freedom of movement and just to dictate it try and try and dictate the play but and you know what we need we've just spent the whole game telling him pass to a red shirt Saturday don't pass to a red shirt pass to the blue shirts yeah, it's gonna. Uh, hopefully, hopefully he knows who's on his team and he'll be able to work that out. Um, <laughs> I know. You know I guess. Yeah, it, it it certainly wasn't his uh his finest moment tonight. But hopefully, I, I I'd stick with him. I, I've seen enough from. The oh yeah, games yeah, I definitely wouldn't drop him. I think there's just done. one little blip there. Um, back on it Saturday. Just, I think you get back into that formation that seemed to suit him a little better and seemed to suit us a bit better. And then, you know, make those changes later in the game if you if you want to change your shape or, or whatnot. But well, there was obviously three changes to, in tonight's game. So do you go back? Do you make the same three changes? Or I think you go back. You maybe wouldn't take. You wouldn't put um, Clark Sorter in. I think you'd probably put Hogan back in, and you'd put. Um, Gardner in for Helinovic personally that's what that's what I would do I think against against Barnsley and that's probably and pretty just, fair I mean like we said earlier that Roberts had a, a really good game tonight so if you've given him a chance you can't really I said it's Helinovic as well but it. you just I think when you're playing someone of Barnsley's <laughs> it's weird saying Barnsley's standard but a team that are on the in the form that Barnsley are in who are very dangerous at home as well, that you just, I think you want to try and be as organised and solid and everyone knowing exactly what their job is against them and just see how the game develops. Um, I'm not sure how, I'm not sure if I'm confident or not after tonight. I feel like we could go there and get something. But I also feel like it's been one of those games where we just end up going one nil down early on and everything could just fall to 
faulted bits. But that that's where we've seen much improvement from Blues, though, because as we've said, the last couple of games been behind, and we haven't just dropped. And that that's that for me is the massive difference from where we were, from that we we now, you know, if we go behind, it doesn't mean it's game over. Yeah. So th- there is that there is that fight there, isn't there? Do you think uh, Craigie Gardner will be on the touchline with the uh, with his earpiece and a mi- microphone on again? Did anybody did anybody see has anybody seen that the last few games with Craig Gardner on the uh, on the touchline with his with his earpiece in? Yeah, well, we we obviously had a little chat about it. I don't know who director I was waiting Dong. to. I don't know director who. Director Dong up in the director's box. <laughs> yeah, because I, I don't know who. I don't know who he's actually speaking to, and you know the, there was the talk of it being done before. But I think I, I can't see Karanka going for that. I think he is just learning Spanish on his Duolingo app. <laughs> he's got it on his phone. He's just doing. Like, he just so knows how to speak to Karanka on the touchline to give him. <laughs> to give him input because he will only speak to Craig in Spanish. He's making Craig learn Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> the whole bench now is Spanish. He's the only English speaking one there, is he? So he's just like a uh, goal, yeah, goalkeeper coach all, aside. All Spanish apart from one of the uh, uh, coaches who are Portuguese, I think. Oh, well, they got these Tony Roberts, the goalkeeping coach. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, maybe he speaks in Welsh. I don't know. But <laughs> we'll make the assumption that it's Juan Villa. Is it Seno Nejo, whatever his name is? I guess it's the one that looks si. a bit like si, very, the one that looks very Spanish. You can tell. You just look at him, and think Spanish. Yeah, waiter mostly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think it's him. Um, yeah, I, it's, I hadn't noticed it up until very very recently. Obviously, we spoke about it the other day, but I don't, it doesn't seem to have been picked up by anyone. No, um, I, I thought there would be more. People online taking the piss out of out of him, listening to his fucking Sony Walkman or something. But. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I think that it's it's one of them things that's probably it's more expected now in today. I actually think if you've got an analyst that's sat in, sat in the stands, giving you a different view on things, but I'm all for it. Like I think sometimes that managers do better when they're sat in the stand watching the game from. A, because instead of watching it on a touchline and not getting the same view from it, they're, they're seeing a different side of things. And there's a few you know, managers that have done that. I would, I, I sometimes feel like I wish Karanka would sit up there <laughs> in the stadium because then people wouldn't moan about him not getting up off his seat and throwing his arms around and just acting like a loon because apparently that's what a lot of fans want. If he's a good manager, he'll just look really active and dancing and jiving on, on the sideline. And I don't, I don't think a good manager needs to necessarily do that. So, it's nice not that I'm saying he's a good manager because I think nice he's proven to, at the moment that he's not. But <laughs> it's nice to see something, though, isn't it? When when I've you got, when when quite it's happy just, with hands in the pockets and shrugging, mate. That's you know, it's just just you know, shrugging. You know, you know that Ron Burgundy <laughs> gif that goes out on Twitter. I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate. When things are going really down I think that you need there needs to be someone there to 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 lift them and I think at times they've looked over and there just hasn't been that leader on the touchline and you know I think the players are sort of maybe piecing it together and believing in themselves a bit more now so I'll go with that anyway let's uh let's get some predictions shall we 
Let's have a prediction. Um, we obviously I'm don't on know. A roll. I'm on a roll, mate. You I'm are. on a roll. So You're on for your, your hat-trick here. I felt confident when I woke up this morning and I purposely said to myself, this is going to, you, you need to temper this. This isn't going to be a Blues win. Whenever you wake up like this, very rarely does that happen. Um, but I think there's enough about us and enough belief in that squad to go there and get something. So again, uh, I think I might go for another 1-1. Oh, maybe 2-2 two, uh, two. no 1-1 one, one. go with 1-1 one, one. no Desmond right I uh now obviously n- neither of us know what's going on with Barnsley QPR yeah so this is just where your is, caveat comes is, in so you can is, change your no, uh, prediction no. when you put it on to no no <laughs> but they're on such a good run that I don't think that one blip Obviously, there's injuries and stuff, but I can't see if even if they were to to get an up, upset, it wouldn't be an upset, would it? But get beaten by QPR, I don't think it it completely drain them of the confidence that they've 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 been taking on their little run. Um, and you know we we've been all right, we've been good at times, but I still think that when we're up against a team that's that's looking very good with the ball that we're going to struggle um, I'm going to go for a 2 1 to Barnsley unfortunately I was, de- I was debating whether we were actually well it hasn't score. happened yet so you don't have to say unfortunately you can just be oh, no, no, no. you know you're, no, you're no, as no, negative no, as Karanki no. you are you are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no he wants a 0-0 nil, nil. <laughs> yeah one for the Karanka wank bank yeah but I, I can. I was just debating whether we were going to score. That was it for me, really. But he, I think there's evidence to suggest from the last few games that we can. Yeah, yeah, now, no, no, you know, there, there, there is, there is. We've scored in the last four games in a row. Scored from outside the box. We've scored from inside the box. We've scored from pretty much a yard out. <laughs> that that that. Does classes inside the box? We've, you know? we've scored a header. <laughs> we've scored a, a right foot blaster from you know about here to here. <laughs> yeah, we've done all no, sorts. We can, we can score goals, but I'm uh, you know I I think that the, the fixtures that we've had Norwich aside, where you know we for a large part of the Norwich game, as we said last week, we did look we did look good. But and that's and there's and there's a thing as well to take from it. So you've got a team that can pass the ball around quite nice, um, very nicely with Norwich, and they've got a lot of quality. Barnsley pass the ball around nice, play good football, probably less quality than, it's fair to say, a lot less quality than Norwich. Obviously, if we'd taken our chances against Norwich that we did create, that we did create, that could have been a different story. And I don't think Barnsley are as strong as but they're not as strong as Norwich. I think that, that that's obviously proven. If we can play in the same manner, there's no reason why we can't create stuff against them as well. So they're you, you on a good Are you going to change? No, I'm not. I, oh, think that, I, thought you, I, I, I thought you were going to adjust then. No, um, I'm not going to. I think I'm going, for, I'm going to continue going for the 1-1, one, 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 which I'd be really happy with. Um, 
I, I just I don't think there's any reason to, to to fear them at all. You just got to go out and do do what we can do, or do what we did against Norwich, do what we did against Sheffield Wednesday, do what we did against QPR in spells, and just battle for our life like we did tonight. And you know I think there's no reason why we can't come away with point or points from from it. So I'm feeling sure, sure you're not changing. I'm not changing. Okay. I just feel I'm more confident about getting the point now. I, I, originally, I was thinking I was getting a bit too ahead of my station, but thinking about <laughs> it, I'm like, no, I think we can get there, go there, and get something. I, I hope so. I, I hope you're right. I hope you. Well, I hope that you're right, but I hope you're wrong. I hope. That you, I hope. <laughs> I hope that we come away with all three points. Yes, so obviously. So do I. But I feel like the important thing is here is that we're growing. In, I think there's a, a level of the confidence is growing in the squad and picking up points here and wins against QPR and Sheffield Wednesday and a good performance against Norwich, even though we lost. And a few games before that, we 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 could see there were signs of us playing uh, better as well. That I think there's a bit there's just more belief there um, to pick up points and pull away from that pull away from that drop zone. And a fairly settled system, a fairly settled and side. It's taken a long time to get there, and that's kind yeah. of part of the reason why I was a little bit annoyed tonight about how how many changes were made. That's I can why, understand that's, that's why point. I said fairly. <laughs> yeah, um, but I think we go back to that system, um, stay solid, force them into errors, press like mofos, and you know, I'm confident that we won't lose. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Well, enjoy the game this weekend. Thanks for listening. And until next time, keep right on. Keep right on.